You're listening to Empress Radio. Hello. We're discussing Chris Prochaska's point of view on um, engaging with children and listening to them. I brought up the the conversation of um, will this work in our community as well as um, she asked the question, are, are your children your equal? So ladies, your feedback. It was a it was a strong thing when I was listening to her. I had to listen to her a couple of times. And I really think I went through a point with my own experience of having, uh, I had to be open-minded. Because it can be scary. I think she said that too, right? Because she was kind of scared for a minute. Mm. I, I, I did. She, she did explain some things to fear. But I, I think... The fear came from the preconditioning. That was what I took from it. The, the preconditioning of what I know I am guilty of falling into, doing because I said so. Um, I've done that, you know. So it, it did really hit close to home as far as the, the way you have dialogue or the way that I had dialogue. My children, I can say that I have been guilty of saying to of telling them to do something because I told them to do something instead of taking the time to rationalize. I don't and, think um, we always have the time to discuss why. <laughs> why? Exactly. Because you need the results to happen immediately. You're trying to get from point A to point B without all of the middle part uh-huh. and not taking in consideration um, their input. Right. Because you're the parent. Because you're the parent and they're the child. And I I have been open-minded enough to say, I mean, I understand that, and not because I always call children little people, and they do, they do, you know, to me, they're little people, and they have, they have a voice, and I, and I, I've always felt that way. I don't necessarily know that because of the way that I was raised, the way that I was conditioned, if I always set the, the situation up for them to be able to be, like she said, be invested in have a mistake in a conversation. So I know I'm guilty of of some of the practices that she mentioned. She also said, um, I, for me, they're not adults. You know, she said, are they equal um, in value? Yes, the, right. of course, the child is it's 100% yeah. human, has feelings, right. should be taken, you know, taken yeah. into consideration. What I've experienced is when I give them that opportunity, when I do answer questions, you expect the question, an answer every time now. You have a question about everything. everything. Like I said, for me, question everything. Right. Exactly. A lot of the times yeah. for me, it's just the timing. Don't ask me yeah. now. I said, sit right. down, you know? And mm-hmm. I need you to do it now. And, and then they another thing mm-hmm. for, for mothers, I think we experience some. Um, you're always going to go through that battle of control and power with your child, and it's more embarrassing in the crowd or with your elders around you. And for that child to start questioning you in front of people that know you ain't, you know, that were raised, uh, you don't question, you know? I look differently. Yeah, but so I think it's like, though, oh, shit, yeah. not now. <laughs> but I, my thing is, though, if they are questioning with respect, you know what I mean? Like, kids know, they know 
how they pose questions, I think. Like, you know, if a child is asking you legitimately because they're inquisitive and they're not trying to be disrespectful, they're just curious, I don't have a problem with that kind of question. You know what I mean?
should go down. You know what I mean? And maybe not, <laughs> maybe not in every situation, but there are times, you know, like, just trust me because I said so. You know, then I fall back into that trap. But, I think, too, what it is, though, is, is not so much as hearing what they say and taking whatever they, they say um, to heart so much that you want to practice whatever, you know, like they're going to have the solution, which they very well have. I think it's just to give them the platform to be able to feel included in the conversation, like you did make a decision mm-hmm. uh, without their input, or, you know, I mean, leaving them out, like, all of these, because I, I have to say, I felt, um, I felt as a child that when I was being raised, because I grew up in that generation where you did not question, you just did whatever you didn't have a voice, you did not have a voice, and I, I grew up with a sense of, I'm not going to treat my children that, I'm going to at least hear what they have to say, and see where they're coming from, and try to understand their perspective. Whether or not it changes my mind about what I'm going to do, anyway, you know, right, right. but it, it does give them some sense of value. Yeah, to be included. Like, okay, I listen to you. I understand where you're coming from. It's not changing anything, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You know Thanks for sharing. <laughs> and that's communication. Exactly. That's communication. Exactly. Because... You're giving them that ability to go, to be able to interact with people and have that now. Now, one thing she did say that I do agree with, though, with that overbearing, um, because I said so attitude, you know, do it because and never really giving the child a reason. You do, the long-term effect of that is you're going to have an adult that cannot make decisions for his or herself because they're so accustomed to mommy making that decision for them. And so they hesitate. I don't know. You also grew up with that idea of your your ideas don't matter. Like we were just saying, give them that voice. But if they never get the voice, even as adults, they think their opinion or doesn't matter or they'll sacrifice themselves for others because they never mattered before. Right, and that comes to what she mentioned about battle of control. You know, you, you have children that didn't have that option. And then when they become a adults, they're very controlling, you know? Mm, it starts another, before they even become adults because you have some parents, and I'm speaking from experience, not with myself, but some parents that constantly, when I was younger, I had to do such and such, and when I was your age, I did such and such. Sometimes hearing a child say, but I wasn't her, I get tired of hearing comparing me to how she was when she was when she was my age i'm nothing like her you have the sons that be like i don't want to be nothing like my father they don't agree they have their own voice they have their own thoughts so that's when everyone is entitled to them everyone is entitled to have their own perception expression i mean everyone is entitled because everyone is different so it yep. does get to a point where you have to understand about, you know, whether or not you're stifling the, the individual because yeah. you're not willing to at least listen. Like, and I say again, you know, they are children and they do look to us for guidance and that's, that's fine. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, a child might surprise you. They may give you a good idea that you might. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not, that it's happens. not impossible. It right. definitely happens. And but back you gotta to have a conversation. what you said about <laughs> guidance, they do look for us for guidance. And I do feel a lot of us lose patience with the children, expecting them to know how to do something the first time. And right. not everybody being able to through. ask questions. And therefore... Right, but everybody goes through stages. You can see the stages as they begin to expand and grow. Because I do remember my son, you know, he's 34 now, went through the stages to where he had to learn. But then as a parent, you know, as my understanding, it's good to pull up and give them the control, but be there. And sometimes you have to have the intention, playing the professional parent, and then also being the responsible, sensible child yourself. That way they feel like they're part of what's going on. Now, for my son, I remember, you know, me being a first-time mother, it seemed like he was always testing everything, always questioning everything. And it came down to an understanding from father that, you know, what he's going to do is he's always going to try to figure out how to do it his way. No matter how we want him to do it or give him that understanding that it needs to be done this way, he's always going to try to see his own way. A lot of people learn through their own experience. Too. I, see, and I, I feel like you have to... Okay, so we all learn differently. We all learn differently. Yeah. And so you can... You can guide by saying this if you do this and this and this this is this will work it, you know but what's to say that their perception and how they do it won't work you know you need i think finding your own way is 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 the way you know and we we sometimes we get caught up in that yet we want to tell the children do it this way because this works and this is how we do it but sometimes we have to give just a little bit of leeway for them to figure it out for themselves because Every way, your way may not be my way. And, and you know, needs to, be, needs to be a little respect in that. You, you know? can talk, and, talk, and, and talk me, all you want. Your child needs to see you doing what you're saying. Yeah. And that's when they'll really copy you. So, yeah, it is one thing to say, say, say it, but you got to lead by example, and the child does copy you. Like she said in that video, those children think we're liars because we'll say you can't do this. Yeah, they think that. Let me tell you why. I, I can agree with her so much on that because they think we're liars and sometimes we can't trust their tongue if it's paint stamped and notarized. <laughs> what happens is, is that they go outside the home with their mate, with their classmates or their friends, and they learn from their friends what their parent is doing and sometimes the other friends say you know this, and i've heard a child tell another child but this is how you're gonna have to teach your get your mother to do such and such and, he, and he's schooling him how to control his how mother to manipulate, huh? how to yeah, yeah. exactly and they're like oh okay so now this when you hear well well brian's mom she doesn't make make him do that <laughs> So this is how you need to do this in your household. I wish they would. Oh, that's really funny. I'm just sorry. It's just really funny. Because you know, <laughs> so that, can't work. that can't work here. But I, I get it. it. Amen. Amen on that. Would you okay. say that parenting? That strategy would get you nowhere. I'm just saying that. At all. Is parenting a role or a relationship? Is it what? A role or a relationship? 
bring I'm bringing that up because I've seen parents who the child acts in an unfavorable way and they attack that child and I can see that it's not what the child did is just like I mentioned earlier the spotlight that they're in either they're in let's say grocery store with a whole bunch of strangers or it's a family outing and all the elders are looking or their friends are there and it's pure the child is getting punished because they are embarrassed this are embarrassed and they take it out on the child and like she just mentioned it's a poor reflection of them mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> and the parent and the parent and and literally yeah I, we've all been through it you know i can say yeah i took my son shopping and certain things that he would do and i'm sitting up there and i could feel be like oh my god what am i going to do but you have to talk with them you have to talk with them and and, and you have to give them options you know giving them options and also letting them know who you are where your boundaries is and what, what what it is that needs to be done because there's a reward behind everything. It may it doesn't have to be uh, uh, materialistic material materialistic rewards, right. but it can be it can be endorphins. It can be the, the the soundness of giving them control. You know, if you give them control, like she said, as far as I'm not going to give them the keys to the car. But they can run the kitchen. They can run the household of what's going to be watched tonight on movie. How is this going to be carried out? It's just a manner of what she was saying. I like the way she put it as far as motivation is concerned. You know, positive manipulation. Yeah, it kind of reminds me like, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people, can, adults can relate. When, when I was little, it, it, it's six of us. I'm the oldest of six. So my mother had a very strong hold on discipline. We did not go into public places and act up. That just is not an option. It's not an option. But that story of one in the store, don't ask for nothing, can't have nothing, don't pick up nothing, don't touch nothing. <laughs> that is a conversation that was had prior to entering the store. So you already knew. And in and in her and she would tell you, okay, well we look We'll get this, we're gonna get this, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this. But when we come in here, don't ask for anything because this is not part of the complaint. We had a whole other thing. And and she did um make sure that she rewarded us, like you said, like, okay, we behave, we was doing, it's gonna have whatever. We look forward to what we was gonna have because we had already had it laid out before we got in the store. Okay, this is what you're not gonna do. This is what you should do, and this is what we will do once we, we handle, you know, what we have to handle. But they, they're going to try. They, they, I got tried. I got tried. Oh, well, that's just part of the whole, yeah, you're going to get tried. Well, that's what they learn. They and have then, to learn the balance, you know? Yeah. You know how and I got good. over that whole have a fit and throw yourself down in the grocery store? <laughs> I walk away. I oh, take yeah, my things and I walk away. Ooh. That was never hard for me. I think I started off because of that embarrassment. Like, is this shit? Uh-uh, I'm not with this baby. <laughs> oh, and, but then it works, wow. you know. It's. I think it's more well, of a, not, I'm not yeah, responding to that. Because if I do, you'll do it again and think that that's the way to get yeah. my attention. That's, that's, that's I, how I did it with my, with my, with my daughter. Mm-hmm. She, she, she I, it started very early. 
it worked with my daughter, but it didn't work with my son. And I had to nip it. I had to get all the cheers and, and, and support as possible because when I say he tried me, and he wasn't a kid that just followed. He would do certain things like, oh, okay, so you're going to walk away? I'm going to go the opposite way. And I'll see you later. I'll figure it out. What? You know, and he's waving like, I'm all the way okay, here. Some people, it's, it's, it's odd as that may sound, a lot of people are not motivated. 
can get a lot of people to do things because, because it's just the right thing to do, not necessarily because you want to pay them to do it. And while you're saying that, one of the motivations for children is honestly just to um, please their their parent, please the adult. Right. Yeah. And then also you were saying getting to know the children, it should be easier for a parent to get to know two or three of their children than a teacher to get to know 20 different children every year, you know? Right. Now, that's the conversation when it's 20, 21 and they all got different personality. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be the multi-dimensional, the multi-person. Or you have, or you have better parent teacher, and, teacher and, relationship. And that's and right. Parents, you tell the teacher, okay, this is the type of person my child is. So the teacher will already have, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you also have like. teachers that think that they know a little bit more. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. They do. Sometimes it happens. That's very real. I agree with that, but I also think, too, that teachers have been put in a position where they have not had the support of parents. Therefore, they have have not. So so if if I don't have you, the other adult that's supposed to be helping with this whole village of raising this child, and I'm only going on what I do with the majority of the kids. Yeah, I, I think we have to, we, we really have to work on that. 
because the lack of participation, especially in the field that I'm in and what I do, um, especially with these programs that are federally aided, and these parents not participating because, because they don't have time or they don't feel like or they're tired is, is just, it's unacceptable. Listen, and that's the problem is that we're we're talking about discipline in children, but we're we are undisciplined adults trying yes, to exactly, teach exactly. these children. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wrap yes, it up sir. with this last story that she shares. I want to get y'all feedback, and then if you have any advice for parents, and I think we could close on that. Let me share her options. She made the decision. She took responsibility for it. So the next time. You feel like because I said so, or some variation on the theme is coming. Hold on, I need to go back a little. Stop. Take a deep breath. Notice this happens when you do your homework. The teacher checks it at reset, and I just knew what was coming. It was like I'm in charge. Just do the homework. And I used this cue as, you know, a, a signal to myself to stop and take a deep breath. I sat on the step, I looked her in the eye, I said, honey, what happens when you do your homework? The teacher checks it at recess. What do you think will happen if you don't do your homework? I'll have to stay in at recess and do it. Do you want to do it now or at recess? Now. It's done like that. And all I had to do was point out her options. She made the decision. She took responsibility for it. That's right. So the next That's time... Right. You feel like because I said so or some variation on the theme is coming out of your mouth. Stop. Take a deep breath. Notice the space between you and the other. Look them in the eye. Notice that the decision doesn't rest solely on your shoulders. There's another person there and they have a stake in the conversation too. So I tried that. Africa caught herself herself sitting on the windowsill. And I got mad, you know, more fearful. Like, whoa, what are you doing? Then I stopped. And I was like, what happens when you sit on the (laughs) windowsill? What might happen when you sit on the windowsill? I might fall. I said, look down. Does that look like it's going to be a a comfortable fall? No. Do you want to fall? No. So where are you going to sit now? She got up sat her butt on the bed so it right. can work sometimes but I, I guess what I'm saying is I acknowledge the power of giving them the choice and stopping and having the conversation it's just hard sometimes <laughs> but I, it, it, I gotta it, it, make a conscious decision to make that be more the way I resolve my most be, of our conversations yeah. mm-hmm. and then when you go up through the years you know, this this is not with my children, but you got a seven. This is a scenario, true, but a scenario. Seventeen year old that got the attitude where I just don't care anymore. I didn't like what was done, and I'm literally just gonna uh, interrupt everything. I don't care if I get thrown out of RPD. You know what I mean? I don't care if I end up having to uh, not be able to go to the after school program and show out all that you know, stuff that I like to do and you have to think about it. It's like, okay, so is this really what you want to do? You know, if you don't care, what is the consequences? So if you're going to stop doing that, what are you going to do? Oh, you're going to run away? Okay, so what happens when you run away? 
then you go down the line. Do that. Is that really what See, you want? I don't want to have to keep doing this till y'all 17 years old. That's oh, <laughs> it. Don't stop. There's no age where you just <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you from experience. I, I had four girls that was teenagers at the same time. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me tell you. It was, it was it was four it was four of us in my mom's household and I was the baby and I literally my eyes would be buck looking at my mother like do you realize you don't realize what's going on when you're not a, when, when you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. they're doing a whole lot of stuff and they literally and it's hard though it's hard yeah I think parenting for me I've been I'm growing up a lot with the, you know I'm thirty something years old but I'm growing up in a way little things that i didn't know was a bother i'm correcting myself i'm getting disciplined i'm learning patience i'm dealing and that's with what it's the, about the i mean that's a that's, that's a pure open-hearted mom because there's some people that just get stuck and they don't want to grow i'm I the one i just the cycles that are there but then keep the positive ones that are there too you know and i think in my growing up I'm even seeing my mom change in a way that's. I'm not saying how she. Well, she can she can afford to now because she don't she don't have little kids. You right, have little kids. Right now she has. So she's time. a different role. Yeah, she, she has a totally oh different role. I'm gonna tell you. I, the I, rules I, done I, changed. My mother said that to me because I was like, my mom. What I think one of the kids asked for something and she was like, sure, here I have it, and I was like, oh, you were never that easy with yeah. with us. And she told me very specifically. I was by myself and I had to raise all six of y'all. I mm-hmm. had to be a certain way to keep you in mind. Period. Mm-hmm. I had to be strict and keep you right, in mind because right. I didn't want to lose control. <laughs> like she was very, she was very effective. Okay, let's just say that she was very effective. Right. And then so the I didn't see a soft mom. Did you ever <laughs> see the roles of the mother and daddy to where the dad you don't want to call him in? So you better pay oh. attention to do what mom oh, says. Because dad because was the disciplinarian. Whoa. Yeah. And I would be like yeah. looking at my brothers and sisters <laughs> and I would be like, you're crazy. Because at the end of the day, when dad comes the to the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't relate that because my mother was the disciplinarian. Right. Here. Oh, I wish I could. Let look. me ask you, yeah. It was no joke. Let me ask no you, because that was my mom too. Now, would you say that you're the disciplinarian now? Um, For, for my husband and myself, we, we tag you. We, we have our areas. <laughs> Poor children. It's just true. We have our areas of special, you know, specialities. He, he'll catch them on one end, I'll catch them on the other. It just depends on what the situation nice. is. And, and it's like we the just find that we're more effective for different situations. So you played the umpire and he was the batter, or either he played the umpire? And he, it, and just, was... it just depends on who's more, who's more effective right. uh, with the decision. And sometimes, I don't know, my husband play it up like your mama find out, you know, because he just said something. He says, oh, yeah, but, but he will use that real, real Your nice mother thing. find out. If your That's mother right. find out, you know it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I, and I say the same thing. Well, if your daddy, if your daddy find out what you do, right. So, you know, we just depends on what, you know. Well, yeah, that was good for, for my mother. She was the quiet one. She already told you, and she told well, the you quiet nicely. Storm? Oh, she, yeah, the quiet mm-hmm. storm was daddy. Because once mm-hmm. daddy, they had that conversation. Did it was he over. No, no, he did not do it. Okay, say no more. And I kid you not, my father told my brother to break the leaves in the yard. 
he didn't do it for two days. By the time my daddy got home, my father raked up every leaf oh, in that Lord. big yard. And every um, little carrier of the leaf, he came through that back door with the thing and went directly in my brother's room and dumped those leaves in every last one of them went in his bedroom. Every last one of them. Now I bet you're going to get them leaves up. Oh, God. Yes. Really and I sat there and watched him like this. Really? And I'm like, they're crazy. They're crazy. And me as a child, I would just be, I'm all ears. I'm, I'm just on y'all's side to my parents. I have no problem. What do I need to do? <laughs> all right, I think that's a valuable lesson, though, actually, when you think about it. You either pick them up in the beginning or you pick them up in the end, but you go pick them up. You go pick them up. You're going to pick them up. Miss V, you got any advice for parenting? You know, it's not even parenting per se, but. Graduate your children and just have trust in them because it's about love. When you discipline them, use the love behind it. When she said breathe, you breathe and you always never forget, excuse me, I almost went somewhere. You never forget <laughs> that they love you. You know what I mean? They have your best interests at hand. And somewhere along the line, you know, everybody's going to be happy. You know, you just have to get to a point of, of that happiness. Ms. And v? it's a little journey, but you'll get there. That's Why my advice. Disciplining and parenting. I just say that understand that it's a, it's a learning it's a learning process continuously. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, as long as you have children, you will learn if you're open to it um, how to be a better parent. That does not stop when they when they get older and go. You always are learning, and to keep that in mind, as long as you lead with love and you're trying to do the right thing from love, you know, just be open to learn and do better. Nice. Thanks for sharing, ladies. I'm gonna post yeah. the link for um the what we're discussing in the in the little chat below or the comments below. I'm not sure where I'm going to post this yet, but thanks for sharing, and I'll see you again next time. Oh, yeah, enjoyed it. Thank you for having me, everybody. Miss Veronica and Professor Eddie. Yeah. All right, love.